From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, the presidential office announces plans to expand energy vouchers for vulnerable groups as rival political parties collide over surging heating costs. South Korea logs a negative quarterly economic growth for the first time in two and a half years amid concerns over weak growth momentum down the road. And heavy snow pounds many parts of the country, triggering emergency government response systems. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Kwon jang The presidential office has unveiled plans to provide greater energy subsidies and discounts on gas bills for vulnerable groups. This comes amid a surge in heating costs during a bitter cold wave and triggered by soaring gas prices. Meanwhile, rival parties continue to be mired in a blame game over the ballooning gas bills. Yun Soyang has more. The retail price of gas for cooking and heating in the capital Seoul this month stands at 19.69 won per one megajoule. That's nearly 40% more than a year ago. The rise is due largely to the global energy crisis amid the war in Ukraine, which pushed the cost of liquefied natural gas to a record high for South Korea. Amid extreme weather conditions, the presidential office on Thursday unveiled its plans to temporarily double the energy subsidies for low-income households to 304,001 or around 245 U.S. dollars. Under the plan, over 1,170,000 households will receive additional financial help in the form of expanded energy vouchers, and a total of about 1.6 million families will benefit from greater discounts on their gas bills. While introducing the plan, Senior Presidential Secretary for Economic Affairs Choi Sang-mook said that the past few years saw little raise in energy prices due to a low-cost energy policy despite a constant upward momentum. Choi's remarks effectively lay the blame for the swollen energy bills on the Moon Jae-in administration's energy policy. As the ruling party slammed the former government for what it called populist energy policies, the main opposition Democratic Party pressed the incumbent government to charge windfall taxes to energy corporations and increase the subsidy budget to a total of 7.5 trillion won. The opposition said that the incumbent government did not act in time before the mercury dropped and that it will be held accountable in the upcoming parliamentary session next month. Heating costs have risen sharply as international natural gas prices spiraled by as much as tenfold since the second half of 2021. However, South Korea's gas prices remained relatively low compared to other countries until recent months. Yoon Soo-hyang, KBS World Radio News. The Korean economy contracted in the fourth quarter of last year for the first time in two and a half years. The Bank of Korea estimated on Thursday that the country's gross domestic product shrank 0.4% in the October to December period from the previous quarter. It marks the first quarterly contraction since the second quarter of 2020, when the economy shrank 3% after the outbreak of COVID-19. Despite the contraction in the fourth quarter, the economy grew 2.6% in 2022, as forecast by the BOK. 
Domestic firms are heavily pessimistic in their business outlook for next month amid a prolonged economic slump and lacklustre performance, according to the Federation of Korean Industries on Friday. The Federation's Business Survey Index of the top 600 companies by sales stood at 83.1 for February, the lowest in two and a half years. A reading below 100 indicates that pessimists outnumber optimists. The BSI outlook for domestic firms has remained below 100 for the past 11 months since last April. Hyundai Motor, meanwhile, logged a record annual operating profit of over 9 trillion won last year, despite the global economic downturn. During a conference call announcing its performance for 2022 on Thursday, the company said its operating profit reached 9.8 trillion won, or $7.9 billion, an on-year increase of 47%. The company sold more than 3.9 million vehicles, with its net profit increasing by over 40% on-year to stand at 7.9 trillion won, or $6.4 billion. The government activated an emergency response posture as heavy snow hit many parts of the nation on Thursday. The Ministry of the Interior and Safety activated Level 1 Emergency Response for the Central Disaster and Safety Countermeasures Headquarters. The ministry also raised the crisis alert level for the country by one notch to level two, the third highest level of a four-tier system. A heavy snow advisory that was issued for some areas outside Seoul early in the day expanded later to the capital and beyond. As of 11am, the Interior Ministry reported more than 500 cases of water gauges bursting from the sudden drop in temperature and five cases of flight cancellations. President Yoon Sung-yeol will reportedly meet with the head of the North Atlantic Treaty Organization and the U.S. Defense Secretary next week in Seoul. An official at Yoon's office told Yonam News on Thursday that meetings are being planned with the NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg and the U.S. Defense Chief Lloyd Austin early next week at the presidential office in Yongsan. In the back-to-back meetings, Yoon will reportedly reaffirm his intent to align with the international community to help overcome complex crises facing the world. Attention is being drawn on whether the meetings will discuss security issues, such as the ongoing war in Ukraine and a potential nuclear test by North Korea. The number of babies born in South Korea has reached yet another record low in November, reflecting the country's dire population crisis. According to data from Statistics Korea on Thursday, a total of 18,982 babies were born in November, plunging 4.3% from the previous year. This marks the lowest November tally since the agency began compiling related data in 1981. The number of babies born every month has shown a steady on-year decline since 2015. South Korea has been reporting more deaths than births since 2020, and the final figures for 2022 will continue the trend for the third consecutive year as the country reported over 107,000 more deaths during the January-November period. The government plans to enact a law prohibiting sex offenders who have high reoffending risk from living close to schools. The Justice Ministry on Thursday submitted its 2023 policy plans to President Yoon Sung-yeol that include aims to submit a revision to the Act on Electronic Monitoring to the National Assembly for approval in May. 
The move is an apparent response to social controversy and public apprehension over the residence of a sex offender whenever a notorious child rapist is released from prison. Authorities are currently limited from specifying the dwelling for such offenders, due to the constitution that guarantees the right to reside or move anywhere. Under the planned revision, sex offenders who are discharged from prison and at high risk of repeating their crimes will be prohibited from living within a 500-meter radius of childcare centers, kindergartens, or schools. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index, or COSPI, rose 40.08 points, or 0.65% on Thursday, closing the day at 2,468.65. The tech-heavy COSDAQ also rose, gaining 6.59 points, or 0.90%, to close the day at 738.94. On the foreign exchange, the local currency strengthened 1.01 against the dollar. Ending the day at one thousand two hundred and thirty point seven one. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's news centre in Seoul. I'm Kwon Jang-woo.